Creepy Tales with Scotty J and Alex. I am the Great White Snark, Scotty J. And I am at least one of his children. That I know of. Yeah, you could have done other women. Oh, we I just did. don't know we have other siblings. Oh, I did do other women. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. My mom was one of them. That's how I got through high school. What? Alright, I got an, inter got an interesting one. Um... Oh boy, what is it? Uh, we're gonna talk about a golem. Precious. No, not that. That's golem. <laughs> oh. See, a golem <laughs> is from Jewish folklore, and what it is, hey, it's gotta have fun too. Well, no. See, they would make these clay figures, and clay Jewish. What now? A golem is a Jew. Is from Jewish folklore. Yeah. And it's an animated anthropomorphic being that is created entirely from inanimate matter, usually clay or mud. Yeah. Now, the word was used to mean an amorphous, unformed material, which uh, was in the Psalms and in medieval writings of Europe. Mm. Now, the most famous golem narrative involves Judah... I'm not even going to... I'm just going to call him Judah because I, I'm not going to... Try pronouncing his full name. In the yeah, late 16th century, it. he was a rabbi of Prague. Golems are rabbi? No, golems are clay figures. Now, a rabbi made the golem. Uh, why? Well, see, the thing is, is... Was he lonely? No, most times golems were made to protect people. But do they really... Well, they're, they're kind of like protectors, but the thing is, is you have, there's like a, a word of power that I believe, um, okay, during the Middle Ages, passages from the Sefer Yetzirah, which is the book of creation, yeah. were studied as a means to create and animate a, a golem, although there's little in the writings of Jewish mysticism that supports this belief. It was believed that the golems could be activated by an ecstatic experience induced by the ritualistic use of various letters of the Hebrew alphabet forming a Shem. And that's anyone 
any one of the names of God, because I guess, you know, God's got bad credit and he's got to hide from his creditors. <laughs> now, the Shem was written on a piece of paper and inserted into the mouth or in the forehead of the golem. Now, he is inscribed with Hebrew words in some tales, such as the word truth in Hebrew written on its forehead. Now, the golem could then be deactivated by removing the um, by changing the inscription from truth to death. Now, Rabbi Jacob Ben Shalom arrived at Barcelona from Germany in 1325 and remarked that the law of destruction is the reversal of the law of creation. One source credits the 11th century Jew Solomon Ibn Gab Gabriel with creating Gollum Possibly a female for household chores. Because why not? Well, you know, he felt like, you know, hey, you know, I need someone to kind of... Well, I need someone to take care of the house, and, you know, good help is hard to find these days, so I'll just build one. Yeah. Now, uh, Joseph D Del Medigo informs us that in 1625... Many legends of this sort are current, particularly in Germany. So, in Germany, there were legends of the Golem. Um, another one is the Golem of Chen. Mm. So, uh, what was it? A Polish Kabbalist, write, writing in about 1630 to 1650, reported the creation of a Golem by Rabbi Eliu. As, and I have heard in a certain and explicit way from several respectable persons that one man, close to our time, whose name is R. Elihu, the master of the name, who made a creature out of matter and form, and it performed hard work for him for a long period, and the name of Emmet was hanging upon his neck until he finally removed it for a certain reason, the name from his neck, and it turned to dust." Wow. It's like a me-seeks. Well, I mean, I, I've heard tales, and I mean, there's certain movies, and I want to say, um... Oh, I want to say the Doctor, uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Kilgari deals with a golem. Yeah? I, I want to say, yeah, I could be wrong, uh, but it's usually, um... It's usually, you know, they're created to protect, like, a person or a place. And someone, the creator, in, you know, as I said, they put they inscribe a name on it. Yeah. And the name is, you know, activates it. And they are, you know, they're sworn to listen to the person who created him. Mm-hmm. Until that person has decided that the golem has outlived its usefulness. And sentence it to death. And just takes away the, its power word and then he, he just crumbles to dust. Now, then I'll snap. Now, like I said, the most famous golem narrative involves Judah Lohan ben Bezael, a late 16th century rabbi of Prague, also known as the, the Maharal, who reportedly created a golem out of clay from the banks of the Volta River 
and brought it to life through rituals and Hebrew incantations to defend the Prague ghetto from anti-Semitic attacks and uh, pogroms. Basically, uh, you know, Jews have been getting a raw deal all through history. Yeah, just look at the Holocaust. Right. So the rabbi created this golem to stop people from, you know, to, to stop people from killing Jews. Now, depending on the version of the legend, the Jews in Prague were to be either expelled or killed under the rule of Rudolf II, the Holy Roman Emperor. The golem was called Yosef and was known as Yasel. It was said that he could make himself invisible and summon spirits from the dead. Oh, that'd be a cool party trick. Now watch as I summon your grandmother. Would you like to talk to your booby? <laughs> I can bring her. <laughs> now, the rabbi deactivated the golem on Friday evenings by removing the Shem before the Sabbath, which was Saturday, <clears throat> began. <clears throat> So as to let it rest on the Sabbath, because you know, yeah, God God made the earth in six days; He rested on the seventh. On Friday evening, the rabbi forgot to. On one evening, he forgot to remove the Shem and feared that the golem would desecrate the Sabbath. Now, a different story tells that the golem fell in love, and when rejected, became the violent monster seen in most accounts. Oh. Some versions have the golem eventually going on a murderous rampage. Ooh. Well, you know, you can't blame the guy. You know, he got spurned in love, you know. <laughs> if I can't love, nobody will. The rabbi then managed to pull the Shem from his mouth and immobilize him in front of the synagogue, whereupon the go golem fell in pieces. The body was restored, or was stored, in the attic Gen Geniza of the old new synagogue where it would be restored to life again if needed. Now according to the legend the body of the rabbi's golem still lies in the synagogue's attic. When the attic was renovated in 1883 no evidence of the golem was found. Some versions of the tale state that the golem was stolen from the stolen and then entombed in a graveyard in Prague uh, Prague's Ziskov District, where the yeah. television tower now stands. Oh. A recent legend tells of a Nazi agent ascending to the synagogue attic during World War II and trying to stab the golem, but he died instead. World War True. Well, you know. Okay. World War II. Yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> now, the attic is not open to the general public. Darn. Now, some Orthodox Jews believe that the Maharal did actually create a golem, and the evidence for this belief has been analyzed from an Orthodox Jew perspective by Shanair Z. Lehman. Oh. Okay. But, you know, it's part of the folklore. It's part of Jewish history. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a, you know, there's been movies made about golems, there's been stories. 
Uh, I know I saw. I thought I, I thought I watched one. Was it Lord of the Rings? No. Again, I can't get into Lord of the Rings. Too fantasy. No, I, I just never. I'd never read Tolkien, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I've read D and D. I know about elves and dwarves and you know the stuff there. But I just I don't know. I just I could never get into Tolkien. Yeah. I, I've tried numerous times. Tried. I, yeah, I've tried. I just can't do it. No. Now, um, in The Simpsons. Yeah. Treehouse of Horror 27. Alright. The Golem of Prague is voiced by Richard Lewis, and he's a key character in the second segment, You Gotta Know When to Golem, where the Simpson family also creates a second female Golem, Golem made from Play-Doh, <laughs> who is voiced by Fran Drescher. Play-Doh? Play-Doh. How? Oh, now, um, in episode 10 of season 1 of the series Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod Crane dealt with a golem. Yeah. Oh, my boy, Ichabod. I missed that show. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, the whole, everything about, you know, about, um... Sleepy Hollow was just great. I love that show. I bet you did. I watched every season. Especially the, especially the final season where they said John Wilkes Booth was a demon. Oh. Yeah, I gotta find that one because that one was great. And he was entombed in the Lincoln Memorial. Why? Why not? Okay. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, that, that's golems. I mean, you you see them from time to time in, um, popping up in different series. Like, uh, you know, Marvel Comics had the, had a golem appear in, uh, Incredible Hulk and Strange Tales and the Invaders. Yeah. DC had one in the uh, superhero series, The Ragman. The what? Ragman. He was a... Uh, he wore a suit of rat that was made out of rags. And what it was was uh, the rags were powered by... Um, trying to think of it. Uh, by rabbis during World War, mm. or I want to say World War Two. I could be wrong, but the rags would fly off for like a truly evil person. Oh, the rags would fly off and surround a person and absorb their soul, where they would have to, where they would reside in the suit, giving the wearer uh, powers until. They earned their penance and went to wherever their final reward was. Yeah. Yeah. 
You see golems will pop up, you know, sometimes in video games, sometimes in a movie. I don't know if I've seen any in my video games. No, probably not, but they do. And, you know, they're always beings made out of clay who are powered by a word. And, you know, they, um... You know, they, uh... They're always, you know, they're either protectors or, yeah. in some cases, they're, uh... Sent to destroy somebody or destroy a town or whatever. Usually, you know, like Frankenstein's monster, yeah. Yeah. Which you can kind of say the Frankenstein monster is, is a uh, type of golem, but he's a different type. He, um, yeah. Oh, what is it? Um. Well, he was stitched together and brought to life by arcane sources, so. You, you actually, you fought against uh, golems in Minecraft. The mobs. Are those golems, though? In the video game Minecraft, golems are found as mobs. Which are divided into two types, Iron Golem and the Snow Golem. Snow, you can actually make those, you don't really fight them. Iron Golems are found in villages, they protect the villagers there. When killed, drop a rose. Snow Golems you make with snow blocks and a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern. Not jack-o'-lantern, like with the candle in it, but yeah. just a regular pumpkin carved for a jack-o'-lantern. They will throw, I don't know what exactly they're meant to protect, but if you attack them, they just throw snowballs at you. Interesting. Yeah. But, I believe we're going to wrap this one up. Okay. So, you're looking for us out there, you know where to find us. We've got the Facebook pages, we're on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Ron Anchor, and for um, Creepy Tales, I'm Scotty J. I'm Alex. Catch you later, folks. Yeah.